Liquidation as a going concern has been introduced in the code as part of the regulations. It provides for both business rescue as well as corporate rescue as in liquidation of business as a going concern which was introduced later in 2018 October and liquidation of corporate debtor as a going concern which was initially introduced in March 2018. So discuss the intricacies of the liquidation as a going concern. We have with us CA Satak Ori, a chartered accountant who had earlier joined a podcast on why did Sika fail and has given his interesting views on the same. Hi Satak, welcome to Willison and we are so happy and excited to host you again on the show. Thank you Prakul. It has always been a pleasure being on the studio of virtual law and uh, here today we'll be discussing about sale is a going concern in liquidation various strategies of the sale the perspectives of debtors as well as creditors during a going concern sale we'll also look upon some challenges that could occur and some other theories that have emerged from this concept drawing inferences from various judicials and legal provisions in india and nothing less we'll also be covering some international legal principles that have been developed by various jurisdictions like Italy, Malaysia and Peru to facilitate the sale as a going concern. And then we'll try to look upon the comparison with other sales strategies like other arrangements like scheme of arrangement etc. Yeah. Yes, Sadhvik. Uh, thanks for jotting down the entire podcast. So now uh, to start off, uh, let me ask you this. What do you think is sale as a going concern in liquidation? What are your thoughts on that? So my thoughts on this is it is nothing but another a hybrid approach to rescue a company when the resolution has failed and liquidation does not seem a viable option. So it is something between the resolution and liquidation. It is a step beyond resolution and a step before liquidation. So it strikes a balance between liquidation and reorganization as because un- so Uncetral's legislative guide on insolvency law describes this concept by citing that the economic theory of preserving the value by keeping the essential components of a business together instead of breaking them into fragments. Even BLRC mentioned about this concept by using the term as a third possibility of rescue of the companies. Okay. Got it, Sadak. So, uh, can we go a bit specific and uh, try to elaborate on what exactly is a going concern? Yes, Prakul. So, going concern is an assumption that has been inherited in all businesses. When a business is started, it is started with an assumption and a belief that the business will continue forever with no intention to shut it down. Even the accounting standards insolvency law committee has described the term going concern. I'll throw some light on that. So accounting standard 1 issued by ICAI describes that when it is assumed that the enterprise has neither the intention nor the need to liquidate or curtail materially the scale of its operations. An insolvency law committee in its report of March 2018 describes this term as the phase as a going concern implies that corporate debtor would be financial corporate debtor would be functional as it would have been prior to initiation of CIRP other than the restrictions put by the code so we see that going concern in simple words mean that the business has to be continued and need not be stopped 
the core idea of generating revenue and profits from business has to be there and the core idea of serving serving your customers has to be there by continuing your operations there have been some judicial precedents which have put laid down a foundation to the concept of going concern in the case of indorama textile limited the delhi high court held that a company is said to be transferred as a going concern when the assets and liabilities being transferred constitute a business activity capable of being run independently for a foreseeable future even in another case rajashree foods private limited it was observed that transfer of a going concern means transfer of running business which is capable of being carried on by the purchaser as an independent business okay uh, got it satak Uh, so sadak as i earlier pointed out there are two types of going concern sales which the regulations provide for and which precisely are the corporate going i mean corporate debtor as a going concern and the sale of business as a going concern so what are your views on that so prakul sense in india in ibc the there have been not many cases on ground so we can see how the deal strikes over but if you ask my view i would say when the corp predator or a company is sold as a going concern the prime difference with the business as a going concern is that in corporate debtor as a going concern the ent- legal entity is preserved it is transferred it form the company as a whole forms part of the bankruptcy estate which is then sold and money is realized and paid off to the creditors another major difference could be when a company is sold as a going concern the assets along with the rights and licenses which are registered in the name of the debtor are also transferred and then the company as a legal entity along with the assets and such rights is sold to the buyer but when we look at the business as a going concern it is usually viewed as the second best option because a seller would always want to sell the equity part so in the business as a going concern the business the goodwill and the core assets that form part of to conduct the business and the operations are transferred now many times a company may have several businesses and it would want to hive off its particular division in an insolvency scenario and would not want to sell the other businesses retain them so in that case business as a going concern is a feasible option there may also be some specific assets which the buyer may not want but still carry on the business with certain assets that he is going to buy so it is just a strategy for that to understand it better we need to understand the buyers and sellers perspective in determining either of the two strategies a buyer may have a different set of needs while a seller may have different set of needs both depends on their interests and positions and the negotiation that happens on the table so let's understand what does a buyer want as a general rule of thumb for a company sale that is the company sale means the sale as a corporate debtor is a going concern if we look at ibc buyer would normally prefer to buy the assets of a business while seller would prefer to sell the shares so when the entity is sold as a going concern that is the company is sold as a going concern the sellers are none other than the owners which are shareholders though in case of insolvency the creditors would replace the shareholders in terms of the priority rule and buyer is generally interested in the assets and goodwill of the company unless he wants some specific trademarks registered in the name of company to carry on the business 
so this particular strategy allows buyers to pick those assets which he wants to run the business so let's understand what does the seller want if the legal entity along with the business is sold then the shareholders go for a complete breakup with the company in terms of assets as well as liabilities and past warranties which they have given earlier since buyer would always insists insist on not taking the pecuniary liabilities and contractual indemnities that the directors or promoters of the company would have given or even the shareholders may have given which will continue to buy the bind the shareholders even after the sale and sellers being the promoter or shareholders of the company would always want to distance themselves from these kind of liabilities that is why we have a section 32a now in ibc which says that any criminal liabilities associated with the past directors or shareholders or promoters will remain with the past directors or promoters or shareholders and would not be transferred if it's specifically given in the resolution plan so that's all we need to consider the sellers as well as buyers perspective and it cannot be a umbrella approach for any deal so to also uh, add on the 32 uh, a which you are talking about satak so it's uh, also the criminal prosecution against the company and also the assets of the company would also be relieved so it's an immunity which is provided to the seller so as you rightly pointed out it would be a really good uh, bait you you can give to the seller also to the buyer rather in order to attract him to buy these assets as a going concern uh, so satak at this juncture i would like you to also focus on what are certain taxation issues which a liquidation as a going concern faces as well as how do we treat liabilities in in such scenarios so i'd break your question into two parts first we'll deal about taxation which is a very important component because tax authorities are always eyeing on such big deals to generate some tax revenue so what let's break the tax aspect also into direct tax and indirect tax in terms of direct tax specifically income tax act 1961 there has been several case laws related to sale as a going concern in a case of acit versus patel specific family trust the gujarat high court noted that sale of entire business including all the assets and liabilities as a going concern in this case the transfer does not give rise to a capital gain that means there will be no tax liability on this transaction however a contrary view has been adopted by the honorable supreme court of india in the case of cit versus equineo equinox solution private limited it says that taxability of the sale of the business as a going concern is a slump sale and not the sale as a depreciable asset which attracts higher rate of tax so in the important thing to note here is that slump sale also attracts tax and such a transaction may attract tax since there has no specific deal been struck in ibc as of now so we cannot comment whether the tax will be levied but i think the resolution professional and adjudicating authority may look at these precedents set in the earlier laws in my opinion as well the judgment in equinox solutions that is the tax will be levied and be treated as a slump sale from income tax point of view would be binding in this case now coming to indirect taxes we have central goods and services tax act 2017 right now in force the schedule 2 to, to this act clearly states that if the transfer of goods happen as part of transfer of business as a going concern there will be no levy gst on such a transfer which exempts this transaction from the 
purview of GST. And now coming to the second part of my question, transfer of liabilities. So Prakul, an important thing to note here is that there is still a lot of ambiguity whether the liability should be transferred or not. Since the assets would form part of the estate, when the company sold, the company itself would form part of the estate. But what about liabilities? There are several challenges. In insolvency law, and in any insolvency law including IBC, there is a concept of claims. All the liabilities existing as on the insolvency commencement date convert into claims on the basis of the list of claims filed by the claimants or the cred creditors of that company. The liabilities which were standing together on the balance sheet become stranger to each other because the liquidation laws or insolvency laws discriminate them on the basis of secured and unsecured. The liabilities are not allowed to be transferred and rather the claim has to be filed. Be Another reason is the priority rule that is governing the insolvency law. In India, we have section 53 in IBC which says that the creditors have to be paid in a particular priority. So how will the liabilities be transferred and under what law will and under how will the claimants file? Will the claimants file with the buyer or will the claimants file with the seller? There is still a challenge. There has been a case as well that if the liabilities are transferred to the buyer then the various claimants would have to file a claim on the liquidation estate would have dual claims the case name was gupta global resources private limited however later on the liquidator was directed to follow the procedures laid down in the regulations another challenge to transfer of liabilities contradiction with existing laws of india currently in ibc when the liquidation is commenced the regulations state that the liquidator has to explore the possibility of sale as a going concern and for that the committee of creditors should identify and group certain assets and liabilities to be sold as a going concern and if the committee is not recommending that then the liquidator himself has to mandatorily form an opinion whether to group the assets and liabilities. Now this puts the liquidator in a very tough position. It's a very commercial decision that has to be taken. That means the liquidator has to have knowledge of complete market of all the assets in a very limited span of time that he has got from the statute as well as he has to consider selling it in the best possible manner to maximize the value. So even insolvency law committee 2020 which we'll touch upon later states this challenge. Another concern is the value, If the value, whether the value of the, all the assets sold would cover all the liabilities or would there be some still residual liabilities left over after selling off the business. And another very important lastly a reason is the challenge that we face is creditors rights. In IBC the creditor has a right to relinquish his security so that he can gain a better position in the priority rule. But when the business is sold all the assets have to be sold and that means the creditors would necessarily have to relinquish their interest so this would sometimes go against their interests okay uh very well collated satak so now uh, any other judicial precedents uh, do we have in this regard in terms of the liquidation as a going concern yes there have been few one of the first cases to be attempted under this method was the case of Gujarat NRE Coke Limited, where the Kolkata bench of NCLT observed that liquidation has severe consequences on several of its stakeholders and large number of its employees. So the tribunal directed the liquidator to attempt the sale as a going concern through a slump sale. However, further the case went into scheme of arrangement and 
this could not be executed but even before the regulations were notified on october 2018 regarding the business as a going concern there has been a case that has been attempted through this mode the case name was case of sponge and this case was liquidated as a going concern even when the regulations were not in place we do not have the data of this case how the deal struck over so we cannot comment much on this now in the recent case in the news is ivrcl it's a company which has been proposed to be sold as a going concern the liquidator has submitted a report and plan to the judicial authority which is yet to be approved apart from that getting away from ibc supreme court in an earlier case in the case of allahabad bank versus arc holding held that if the company is sold off as a going concern then along with the assets all the liabilities are to be transferred so considering the emerging trend of li- selling as a going concern we need to see whether the liabilities will be transferred and what will considering the above mentioned challenges how the things will span over got it satak so satak uh, two other questions before we conclude uh, one is are there any other drawings we can draw from i mean any learnings we can draw from international perspectives as in any other country which would have evolved the principles of liquidation as a going concern and next how different do you see this liquidation as a going concern from a scheme of arrangement so again bifurcating the question into two parts let's spend some time on international provisions as i also promised earlier if we look at the law of italy the italian law of insolvency insolvency act and law number 270 by 199 it specifies the method of sale as a going concern in liquidation when the sale is attempted as a going concern or a group of assets are sold as a business the transferee must undertake to continue the same business activity for at least 2 years not only this the transferee must also maintain the employment level established at the time of transfer for at least 2 years subject to certain negotiations with the trade unions or similar organizations so there has been provisions of such methods in italian insolvency law the law is more focused at protecting the interests of creditors and mostly employees if we look at peru which is a third world country Recently in an amendment in August 2018 the Peru amended its insolvency law and introduced the concept of liquidation as a going concern in its law this shows us that there has been an increasing trend of this particular method of rescuing the company worldwide that even third world countries which are not so economically well developed are adopting such methods okay so malaysia has a guide on transfer of business as a going concern which specifies that it is important that the assets whatever they are and however many are are to be transferred and put the purchaser in the same position of a business rather than simply assets so what the thing we note here is that all the methods all the laws that the countries have enacted are focused that so that the business is preserved after transferring the business and there are no modifications because with the business there are a lot of suppliers who are concerned the employees are concerned if the business model itself changed then it can have repercussions on various creditors suppliers employees and other stakeholders as well so malaysia guides focuses on 
this aspect and coming to the second part of your question how is it different from scheme of arrangement so it's a very good question so scheme of arrangement if we see is can be initiated by shareholders as well as creditors or they can together initiate however in liquidation has been initiated by creditors in ibc it has been initiated when the resolution plan has failed or the creditors have expressly resolved to liquidate the company a major difference is that in the liquidation the claims are distributed in secured and unsecured while in scheme of arrangement all the liabilities are restructured and transferred as a whole without such categories and there is no priority rule as such set in case of scheme of arrangement just like the way a strict priority rule is there in liquidation and the scheme of arrangement it need not be conducted by liquidator but liquidation has to be conducted by the liquidator who has to explore the possibility of selling the assets in any possible way to maximize the value to the creditors uh, so one last question sarthak before we conclude what other modes of restructuring allow for sale as a going concern so answer this and also you can give your closing remarks on what a liquidation as a going concern is is prakul so other modes of sale as a going concern the most common and easiest way is the open market sale a normal m&a transaction where a company wants to sell its business or the entity itself it markets through investment advisor or a transaction advisor and sells its business to a new buyer and if they see insolvency situation prepack is a way where businesses are sold much before the company has entered into insolvency situation so even prepacks allows the transaction in a way of going concern and many cases the business is itself sold back to directors or promoters so this was all about going concern what we feel is that this concept is still evolving in india as well as other jurisdictions the sole intention is to provide rescue to the failing companies who could not be resolved earlier owing to the resolution laws now it depends on the market how it will perceive this method and weigh the business in terms of value maximization and lastly it is the adjudicating authorities or the courts who have to consider the viability of these transactions and approve them keeping the interest of all the stakeholders in mind that was all prakul thank you so much thank you so much satak for a detailed analysis of liquidation as a going concern so we will be back with satak ori on more interesting issues in time to come so as promised we will have every new podcast every friday from we listen stay tuned to us thank you Stay tuned to Wheelizen by subscribing to our podcast. Thank you.